The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show right here on Voice America, America's Voice. In the first half hour, we have um, a very poignant story, very important work um, by a man who's honoring his daughter who passed and many, many people who are alive and well and really making the world a better place every single day. My guest is Brian Heil, and he's the father of Shannon, who was killed in a car accident in Boroughville, Rhode Island. She was 18. And he, what he has done, and there's just a beautiful video that you really need to watch. It brought me to tears. It's called fierceforshannon.org, F-I-E-R-C-E for Shannon, S-H-A-N-N-O-N, Org, and it really tells the entire story. And what Brian did is he chose to honor her tragic death by inspiring and investing in humanity. Convinced that Shannon's impact needed to continue, her friends and family created a Fierce for Shannon Foundation to invest in young people who embody the same attributes that Shannon had. Welcome, Brian. Hi, Patricia. How are you? Did I say your last name? Did I pronounce yes, it correctly? Yes, Perfectly. Kyle. Thank okay. you. Good, good. Well, you know, your story was just so compelling in the video. Why don't you share what happened to Shannon? Talk about her life and what um what a model she was and then what happened. Uh, well, in 2013, in July, um, Shannon was in a head-on accident in Barville, there was a series of three accidents that happened on 102, and she was the last one. Um, her and her boyfriend uh, died in the crash. Mm. And I stood on the roadway that day um, because I only live a mile and a half away. And um, I saw the car. I saw, you know, um, the police officers came and told me that they med-flighted her either to Boston or Worcester, and um, they ended up taking her to Landmark Medical Center. And uh, standing on the roadway, you know, as a Christian guy, I kind of had uh, a choice to make to, uh, you know, trust God. And it's really what I've been doing ever since is, um, you know, trusting that God has bigger plans and for her life and obviously for my life. And uh, it seems to be everybody I come in contact with, too, which is amazing. Um, I started on the one-year anniversary of her accident a thing called Share for Shannon, and it was basically um, a challenge scripted to all of her friends to not mope on the day of her her, um, heavenly birthday, but to go out and and do something amazing for someone else, to go pay it forward in her name. Mm -hmm. And so to 
um, uh, you know, remember her by giving back to others the way that she would do it anyway. She always was that kind of personality that she was always investing in other people's lives. She would plop down to someone. You know, I've had a lot of people reach out to me and say, you know, I met Shannon once. Mm. And if it wasn't for meeting Shannon that one time, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. And Wow. Wow. And it's just the type of personality that she was. Is that she, you know, she was very free spirited and didn't really care. You didn't have a lot of uh, a lot of worry uh, in terms of mm. meeting people. You said she had and bright red hair. Yeah, yeah, she had very bright red hair because she was a competitive cheerleader. And um, when she got on the mat, everybody knew who she was because she towered over everybody. She was very, very tall, very <laughs> athletic, and had bright red hair. And the first time that she actually competed with the bright red hair, one of the coaches said to the other, to their, to her coach, "You're going to have a problem with that girl with the red hair. She stands out too much." And Ooh. that's how she ended up getting this moniker of fierce. Um, and she created a little fierce salute that is on all of the posters mm. and stuff that I'm creating. Mm. All the images that I'm using are her, are her self portraits. I have mm. so many self portraits of her that um, it's just a major blessing in today's society that we have the ability to go online. Um, I can hear her sing. I can go see her dance. I can yeah. see her compete. I can see all these pictures. She's with me every single day. And that doesn't That's, make you sad, Brian? No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all because it's just it gives me such delight. Mm. Uh, it, it just lifts my spirit because I can't control over anything that has happened um, I can't take back. I can't make any changes. All I can do is, you know, you know, believe that God, that she's in heaven, and um, mm. and trust. And, you know, to see what she invested in people's lives, for me, mm. is uh, is one of those proud papa moments. Yeah. To look back and say, you know, she she created something in this society, in this to, in, to, in this world, where she touched people's lives. And, do you ever um, do you ever feel like she's communicating with you now? Communicating with me now? Um, yeah. I wouldn't say that. I, I do feel her presence. I feel, okay. um, I, you know, I wouldn't say that she communicates with me. I would say that I see how things kind of mature in, in like in the story that I, that's in the vi- in the video. So if you want to see the video, if anybody's out there want to see the video, it's, it's incredible. called Fueling Fierce, the Shannon mm-hmm. Heil story, and it's on Vimeo. So you can find it on Vimeo by doing a but search. But it's on your so. website. No, but it's also yes, it on your website. Yes, it is on the website too, yes. Yeah. Yep. And that's where I saw um, it. Yep. And uh, there's a story in there called Meet Mark. And here I, I am out that. on a run. Oh, I love that. And, and I see a guy with red clogs, and red is a big color in all of this. And it made me sort of giggle when I went by this guy with red clogs. I'm thinking, this guy is going to be in a lot of pain. And when I get coming back from my run, I see him hobbling. And I felt so bad for the guy, and I offered, um, you know, I asked him if he had a pair of shoes, and he didn't have any shoes. And so uh, the next day I went and I I bought him a pair of shoes and I brought it out to him and um the most amazing part of that was um I went on Facebook right after after meeting Mark and giving him the shoes and I wrote the story meet Mark and 7000 people overnight saw this story mm. And the next day, I got a message on Facebook that says, Hi, that's my dad. I haven't seen my dad in many years. Thank you for taking care of him. These are the things that I feel, I see 
happen mm-hmm. in my life. Not mm-hmm. so much that Shannon's presence are there, but I see these moments that, that yeah. um, are just like, I call them awe moments. Yeah. Like I have a woman right now that I bought groceries for uh, at IGA at Christmas time. Her sister works at The Hague uh, in the Netherlands. Oh. She just sent Share for Shannon coupons and some money to start an outreach at The Hague to work with victims from uh, war crimes. Mm. And so Shannon has a presence now in The Hague. Mm. And, you know, like how wow. do these things kind of happen? And it's yeah. just the way connections happen. I believe we're mm-hmm. all connected in some way, in some mm-hmm. manner. And I believe that we come in each other's lives for a reason. And certain times that we need to be heard from or edified or picked up. Some days you need to get picked up off the ground because you're really struggling with life. And I, that's where the whole share for Shannon comes from, is that I'll go out and I'll buy a $2.50 cup of coffee and not understand that I'm actually making uh, an impact on someone's life. I don't know what's going mm-hmm. on in their life, but I'm mm-hmm. giving them something. I'm offering a very simple gesture of a cup of coffee. Yep. But if they're having a really crappy day and, and somebody took the time to buy them a cup of coffee, it could change their perspective on mm-hmm. that day, but it could also change their perspective yeah. for the rest of, a, of their yeah. life. I, I have to tell you, there's a woman I interviewed. Her name is Melinda Blau. She's from Boston, and she wrote a book called Consequential Strangers, and it's all about that. The whole book yep. is about how a strain, you can meet a stranger and they could change your life. Absolutely. And then we have to pay attention to those. We really yeah. have to, yeah. Yeah, it's like training yourself like a world-class athlete to see the people who come into your life for a reason and look at that and say, why are you here today and how can I help you? And it's sort of, if you look at, uh, here's kind of a a gauge that I look at my own life. Think of, there's a a meter and on the left-hand side is negative and the middle is neutral and on the right-hand side is positive. So if you're in in the negative aspect of, of your what you're offering people every single day, you're really not doing anything, adding value into people's lives. If mm-hmm. you're neutral, you're really you're kind of just skating through life. You're really just not even in, even in, in existence. But if you're mm-hmm. always looking on the right hand side, we're adding value, or adding positive energy, you're right. adding things into people's lives. You're going to be able to add things into people's lives, and you're going to get more back out of life mm-hmm. in the same time. And there's so many people that just are in the neutral negative aspect of life today that all it takes is a little gesture to move that needle to the right. And that's what the whole share for Shannon thing is. You know, do the same thing that Shannon did. Everything I do encompasses the same attributes that Shannon lived life by. You know, by in that line that I wrote, inspire, invest in humanity, that's a lot of what she did every day. And that's what the, the foundation is going to do, too, is just inspire well, people. And, it's, and it sounds like this was just who she was. Nobody told her to do this. Nobody encouraged no. her. This is who she no. was. It was exactly who she was. Mm. And, um, I and you never squelched that, Brian. I mean, I have to say that there, there would be parents out there that would listen to what that coach said. You know, calm her down a little bit. She's too much. And you yeah. didn't do that. You allowed her to be who she was, and look what happened. Right. But uh, there are a lot of parents that don't do that. They want their kids to conform and fit in. So, it, you know, you have to give yourself some credit for this, too. Yes and no. She was an adventurer. 
And that's one of the things that I liked about her. And um, there was, there's several areas of her life that I saw her bloom into this amazing creative woman um, was through the cheerleading, through Superior Cheer, um, expressing her, herself through dance. She started dancing at the age of three at um, mm-hmm. the Academy of Jazz Tap and Ballet in Bellingham, Massachusetts. So she was there from the age of three, and that was from a neighbor who came over and says, uh, she should dance. She's got mm. some great skills. And so we got her into dancing. She competed in New York, uh, Town mm. America. Uh, wow. And then, you know, then she came to us at, at around age eight or nine and said, hey, I want to stop dancing. I want to go into gymnastics. And we're like, well, you just spent five years into dance. Why do you want to go into gymnastics? And she said, no, I'm not going to give up dance. I want to learn how to tumble so I can add tumbling into my dance mm. routine. And then where does that lead? It leads right into cheerleading, which is all of that, which is dance, yeah. tumbling. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, there's a lot. The next part of the film series that we're doing is four-part films. Is going to be interviews with people that Shannon uh, have, has met throughout her life. Mm. Um, and they're all interesting stories. I had um, one of the mothers where Shannon's flyer, uh, which is the girl that gets thrown up in the air, Shannon mm. was her back spot from the day that she started cheering. Right. Wow. And when Shannon showed up, they were, like, surprised because I guess there is a sort of a main way of getting into cheerleading is you go and pop Warner or pop Warner the junior high, high school, mm. then into club. Mm. Well, she never did any of that. She just showed up and said, I want to cheer. And That's all the amazing. mothers were sitting there going, um, You've never cheered before. <laughs> All right, Brian. We're gonna we're gonna hold just on that note. We'll talk more okay. about Shannon's cheerleading in the next segment. We're gonna take a break. We're talking Fantastic. to Brian Heil, who is the father of Shannon Heil, who was killed in a car accident in Burrowville in uh, 2013. She was 18, and he has created a foundation, Fierce for Shannon. Go on and watch the video, FierceForShannon.org. It's all about giving back. It's very inspirational. Brian will share more after the break. Right here on the Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset, your home? Is it from a reality show on cable TV, a comparison website, or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. Tune into Real Real Estate Today with host and realtor Deb Tomorrow. You can't afford to play guesswork when it comes to your new or existing home. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs. 
and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Patricia Raskin Show. My guest is Brian Heil. He's the father of Shannon Heil, who was killed in a car accident in Burrowville, Rhode Island. She was 18. This was in 2013. And he chose uh, to honor her tragic death by inspiring and investing in humanity. And he has created a Fierce for Shannon Foundation to invest in young people who embody the same attributes that Shannon had. Log on to fierceforshannon.org, S-H-A-N-O-N, S-H-A-N-N-O-N, and you will get to see this wonderful, very moving video of the work that Brian is doing. Welcome back, Brian. Okay, so tell us about the um, the gymnastics now. So she was dancing, and she decided she wanted to be in gymnastics. In gymnastics, and then it all led to uh, cheerleading. Um, and she was just so athletic. Um, she was a little awkward um, because she was so tall that she didn't mm-hmm. have the same fluid mo- movements that a lot of the younger girls and actually a lot shorter girls <laughs> So, um, and she kind of embraced the fact that she was a little awkward. And um, but one of the things that was good because she was a back spot, she was just so strong, and um, she had an amazing work ethic. She was a full-time student at Tony and Guy. Um, delivered pizzas at at um, Domino's after after going to school, and then getting to the gym every night and working out at late night. So. You know, she put the work in, and she worked, put the effort in. But I saw her grow so much in her creativity through the cheerleading and through Tony and Guy. Um, those two locations are places that I, I give scholarships, which is one of the things I'm doing with the foundation, is I'm, I'm giving out scholarships to, and I call it Fueling Fierce, um, but investing in young people's lives. And I don't look for people who are going to achieve. I look for people who have the ability but might be sitting on the bi- bubble um, and not having enough confidence in their own abilities. And so I'm always asking people, you know, I, don't, I know the people who are going to achieve. They're already going to achieve. They're gonna, they're gonna, they have that ability and they have that confidence. I want to find that person that's sitting on a bubble somewhere, that's sitting there saying, I don't really... I'm not sure if I can do it. I'm not sure if I have the ability. I'm not sure. And that's the type of person I want to invest in to try to lift them up and to give them the opportunity to be successful. Mm. And so I give scholarships at Tony and Guy. I give um, um, a scholarship at Superior Cheer. I started a thing called the Red Jacket. And it's loosely based off of the Masters Green Jacket where the previous year winner uh, comes and presents the Red Jacket to the next year's. Uh, class uh, athlete of the year 
And then I do a, scholarship, a couple of scholarships at Woonsocket High School where she graduated. Um, Rhode Island Cheer Coaches Association, I give a scholarship there. And um, I'm right now looking at uh, a couple of other opportunities through cheerleading and more of a national basis. I, w- I would love to be able to reach out to one of the larger uh, cheer organizations and do a fierce um, scholarship that reaches out to on a more national level. Um, That's so really so amazing. All of the money that comes to me comes through a single source, and it it goes through, uh, I just had the Fierce Five Road Race, which is in Lincoln Woods, and it's the first month, the first week of April every year. And it's the only fundraiser I do for the foundation, and it's built through corporate sponsorships, through personal donations, and through runner uh, runners and uh, this year I think it, it, it poured the last two years and uh, I had 281 runners last year and I think I had 252 this year who showed right. up in the pouring rain and and ran or walked and um, I raised just about just over eighteen thousand dollars this year mm. for the foundation. Mm. What is what's the next step in this? Where, where are you going next with the Fears for Shannon Foundation? Well, one of the things I'm looking at is whatever I do, it has to have a sustainable sort of uh, uh, attribute to it. It has to be something that I can do every year that I can build momentum around. The Fierce Five, uh, my whole goal for this is to outgrow Lincoln Woods. And right now I'm at 282 runners. Um, I have to be around 1,300 runners to outgrow Lincoln Woods where I'd have to move it to another location. Um, which would be uh, amazing because then I would have a lot more resources and a lot more opportunity to invest in kids. Um, I had started the whole share for Shannon on the anniversary of her accident. That year, the first year, I served breakfast to all the first responders who are just amazing up here, all the Boroughville Police Department, Fire Department uh, members. Uh, They all come and run the road race every year. Um, they are just such a family to me, and they've been such so kind and, and awesome. And so um, I am starting to talk to the chief of police up here about starting a fierce award uh, mm-hmm. where I will um, uh, honor a first responder of the year. And we're going to look at ways that we can build a um, dialogue with all the fire department or police departments in Rhode Island where they would submit stories of courage and uh, whatever their stories are and they would be voted on by peers and Fierce for Shannon would give out a yearly award to first responders and that's one of the things we're working on with the police chief with uh, Chief Lynch up here right now and then July last year I started a thing called Fierce Mob and Mm. it's based on uh, the idea of a flash mob uh, that no matter where you are in the world on, on July 11th at noontime go out uh, I will send you Share for Shannon coupons. Uh, you can go on the website and print them on your own. But to go out at noontime and honor Shannon by paying it forward, just go out there to a restaurant or to a Dunkin' Donuts or uh, McDonald's or do something kind of creative and fun and document it. Take some photos, tell your story, go up on Facebook.com forward slash Share for Shannon, tell your stories. Because when we tell our stories, we, inv- we are inspiring other people mm-hmm. yes, to do true. it, too. And they'll yeah. sit back there and they'll read the stories and say, you know, I can do this, too. 
That was simple. That was easy. And when you do it and you actually invest in someone else's life, what comes back to you mm. is this major blessing that yeah. is just beyond anything that you could ever think of. Brian, did you always have this kind of faith when Shana was alive as well, or do you think it became strong after her passing? Um, yes, I did have the faith uh, in God, but I think what's happening is that it was that pinnacle moment in my life of it's easy on the sunshiny days and the rainbows to trust God. But yeah. when you're pressed into a corner and right. your life just right. changed dramatically. Like, it was definitely one of those, oh my gosh, moments. Do you truly trust God? And right. I stood on that roadway and said, you know, I got to truly trust God with all of this. And, you know, and I'm, I'm glad that I have my faith. I'm glad that I know who God is in my life because I have no idea where I would be. And I never go there. I never let my heart go in those dark areas and said, what if, what could be, why don't I think about that? Because I don't want to know. I don't, there's certain things I just don't put my heart and I don't put my mind and I just say, Which is you know good. what? You're not, com- you're not comparing. You're not saying what if. And no, that's, that's no. Self- because I trust. I trust that Shannon's in heaven and through all of this, something amazing is going to happen. I mean, how does someone, if you go on the Share for Shannon website, uh, no, the Fierce for Shannon website, you go on to Share for Shannon, you'll see that there's, there's people all, all throughout the world who are sharing for Shannon. I put a IP sniffer on the website. So wherever anybody logs on onto that website, you show up as a dot on a map. There are people mm. in Brazil. There are people in Russia. There are people mm. in Australia. There's someone in Spain who know an 18-year-old from Woonsocket, Rhode Island, who have either you know, were curious about Share for Shannon or are out there actively sharing for Shannon. Mm. And that's really the whole idea behind Share for Shannon is that the coupons have no actual value. They're meant to be recycled. They're meant to go from one hand to another hand to another hand. And one day, I truly believe I'm going to have one given to me that is ripped, torn, taped like a well-used dollar bill, and it's going to come back into my hand, and I'll know that it went through other people's hands and has blessed other people, and it's come back to me. And that day is going to happen. That's really beautiful. What, what's your closing thoughts for our listeners? What would you like to leave our listeners with today? What's your message? My message is to invest and inspire other people, especially in today's society. I think we have so much time that we sit and we worry about what's going on in this world. We worry about our own self-centeredness sometimes. Sometimes we get caught up in our day-to-day grind. And I often challenge people to think, you know, we get up in the morning, we do our breakfast, we go to the gym, we go to work, we get home at, at 5 o'clock or we go at lunch and we sit and we have our sandwich, we have a cup of coffee, we go home, we make dinner, we go to the gym or we read or watch television and we get up and do this every single day. But when do we actually stop and invest and think about mm-hmm. purposely put something into our lives for someone else? Just randomly go up and say, hey, I'm going to go at that nursing home down the street and I'm just going to pick someone there and I'm going to sit down there and talk to them for an hour. And I'm going to learn more about their life. They don't know me. I don't know them. But I'm going to spend an hour with that person. And I'm going to get to know who they are. Or I'm just going to go up and say, hey, 
you have your short five dollars at the gas tank. Here, here's ten. Fill up your tank. Mm-hmm. You know, these little moments that we have to invest in other people's lives that we could make a mm-hmm. dramatic change mm-hmm. in today's society. We have mm-hmm. the ability. We have the time. Mm-hmm. All we have to do is make the effort. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much You're for welcome. being on the program. Thank right, you Brian for having Kyle. me. You're welcome. It was wonderful. And I want to tell people to go on to fierceforshannon.org and watch that video. And then you'll, your life will be changed just from watching the video. So thank you, Brian. Oh, you're welcome. If you really want to see the film, it's going to be in the um, SENE Film Festival in Rhode Island, the Columbus Theater. Um, they're showing it in the main auditorium, which is amazing, on April 29th at 4 p.m. Okay, thank you. And so for our national listeners, who, right? For our national listeners, you can go online and learn about it as well. Yes. Right. All yes. Right, perfect. All right. Thank you so much. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks. Uh, our next tap is coming up next, right here on the Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.